You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. I, concocting an evil scheme. The thing that drove him bonkers was people talking while movies play. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch him at C3K. Hey, Jeff. Hey, what's up? Do you ever think about, like, how easy the people on Earth have it? Oh, you mean, like, just the fact that they get to go anywhere? Yeah, they can, like, they can just go to a restaurant. They can, like, go Mm. to the movies. Like, we're just stuck up here all the time. In space. Just staring at each other. I know. I was thinking the other day how weird it was that, like, I don't know, a long time ago, me and that other guy, Seth, were kidnapped by Dr. Odd, mm-hmm. the mad scientist, and mm-hmm. sent into space. And he was mm-hmm. going to force us to watch episodes of MS-23K. Mm-hmm. But then Seth got rescued. Mm-hmm. And then you got sent here in his place. Mm-hmm. And it was so it was kind of like this mm-hmm. whole meta premise of like him trying to make us watch MST3K to drive us crazy. Because mm-hmm. he hates people talking during movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about how crazy that was. That like, you know, just that that whole exposition sort of thing. Right, and all that brought us to this very moment where I have successfully counted about 50% of the pores on your face. Yeah, well, you know, we have we have plenty of time. It's it's it, if my calendar is correct, it's the fall of 2018 and and you know, I I want to say I think that things are looking up. Really? Yeah, I think that the world is on a good path toward unity and togetherness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just everything is is going to be okay and i think everything's going to be okay for us by the way renee have you ever noticed these like weird pods over here yeah uh, actually no oh yeah me either until just now but th- look at the inside i'm of crawling them. inside of this one i know look how comfortable it is <sighs> whoa you just like went to sleep if i ch- oh I sh- okay i shut the door here <laughs> She, I wonder if Dr. Ott is a CPAP machine. Uh, you know what? It, well, he, he probably knew. You know what? It, it's fine. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in this one. This looks really comfortable. Just... A year and a half ago. Oh, oh man. That was a, oh, a nap. Nap time. Nap time. I don't have Over. rabies. Hey. You hey. are rabies. Hey, Renee. Wait, wake up. What? Wake oh. up. Wake up. Wake oh, up. my God. Did you take a nap, too? Yeah. These things are comfortable. They're really comfortable. Let's take another nap. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Why not? It's not like we have anything else to do. Present day. Ugh, okay. Oh, oh, my neck. My neck. My neck. My neck. You got rabies. Hey, well, look at you. Hey, rabies. Renee, are you having the rabies dream again? I'm having rabies. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Well, that was... We must have slept, like... 
a couple hours. At least. At least a couple hours. Minutes. Dozens of minutes. Mm. What were we talking about before we went to sleep? How good the world is. Right. For other people, but Yeah. Not no. That How positive I feel about the world around us and how everything is probably great. Mm-hmm. You guys. Probably, oh, oh hey, Dr. Ed. News. Hey. What's Dr. Odd, why do you look so old? Yeah, what happened? Everything is garbage. What? Everything like, is garbage. Like in space? Uh, like the no, ship, yeah. like in general, like everything okay. is really gone to crap. So I heard you wake up and I know you have that that joy in your body. Like mm-hmm. you, oh, what a good sleep. It's, uh, oh man, you aren't going to believe this crap. I mean, what it's just are- unbelievable. I just don't even know where to begin. I mean, it was just a, like we a couple hours. Like, yeah, we couldn't could, have missed that much. Yeah. Well, you you think you've only been asleep for a couple hours? Yeah. No, it was I like, mean at least ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, okay. like a little nap. So we're in this little bed thing you, that you have up here, and you haven't uh, watched any news or well or no. anything. <laughs> we can watch news during a nap. What is yeah, this? Yeah, I don't. I don't what think you this? should either. I don't think you should either. Sleep, I think CNN. The best thing to do is, uh, you know, just uh, just keep going. Uh, everything is fine. Forget oh, okay. that thing. Forget that thing I said earlier about everything being garbage. Everything is hunky dory. Something has clearly aged, Doctor Odd, at least twelve years. Mm-hmm. No. Is it one no. of your experiments? Yeah. What? It, what? Well, you been- in a sense, that is. Uh, that much is true. Something did go. No, no, nothing went wrong. Everything is fine. And that is why we are going to now fly to a different galaxy oh. to hang out. Because things are, to be honest, almost too good. It's like boring, right? You know, there's been so, there's been so much winning. I can't take it anymore. I can't take the amount of winning that has gone on because I, I mean, I've been doing so good while you yeah. guys were taking that, uh, how long did you say you thought it was? A couple hours or, or, t- ten, or minutes. ten minutes. Yeah, the, yeah. When you were taking that couple hours nap. I'm really glad. So, like, but things are good in the Chuck E. Cheese? My thing or? is, is that, like... Oh, yeah, do we... yeah, great, great. Things are great, the Chuck E. Cheese. Everyone's cool. in the ball pits, and kids are licking all the... The knobs and the balls. It's fine. I mean, kids I will kinda, be kids. I kind of want to go to the ball pit now. You made the ball pit sound pretty good. I don't mm-hmm. see. Can we just yeah, go? Yeah. We, uh, I mean, later, probably. It, it's definitely you know? still open, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been open. It's never closed. Uh, sure. Well, I, I just never, meant because today, like, I didn't if we slept too long. to, you know, do anything crazy like, like skin the big rat man and wear his skin for warmth. That, that nothing like that has Jeff, happened. Jeff, can you come, can you come over here? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm starting to get weird vibes. Whoa, whoa, from Dr. Odd? Yeah. You're starting now. No, you are starting now to get weird vibes. For the first vibes. time all along, I thought he was like way cool. But yeah, uh, I'm starting to think that maybe what he's saying isn't exactly what's going on. Here. What are you, what are you guys uh, talking about over there? Oh, hey. <laughs> no, we're just talking just about say? how... Why did your holograph just hologram just pop up right next to us. It's yeah. terrifying. And why Don't is do why that. is the ship kind of like newer looking than when we left? <gasps> we went back I in mean, time. Yes. <laughs> 
weird. So that's what it. That's what it was. Huh? Okay. We must have gone back in time. And, oh, what if there's dinosaurs? Oh, that would be cool. Dinosaurs. Well, dinosaurs. Be careful because you know if you went back in time and maybe you know no fault of mine, but if you guys made us go in a time machine to a maybe some time in history where I don't know there was a virus that was killing lots of people, <gasps> but it, like if something bad happened, mm-hmm. you know that would be your guys' fault because. Oh my- I didn't set the time machine. You did. So I didn't do anything in, uh, you know, a lab or, uh, you know, accepting a job as as head of uh, scientific uh, advice for a president of the United States or anything like <laughs> it's that. Just like... That would have not happened because different time. Right, right. Do you remember what... Well, if we went back in time, like, you were, like, George Washington what? or... But we could have gone forward. Yes, and also, it was all- just like George Washington. <laughs> don't, don't you remember what Ashton Kutcher said about the butterflies? The moth effect? The Yeah. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher yeah, said. He never did, and he did never find his car. That's the worst part. <laughs> it's so weird. The guy from American Pie was there helping him. He said that He said that just one moth could change all the butterflies, I think. I think you're thinking of Silence of the Lambs. What? No. Because it's the VHS. Yes. It's scary. It's got the lady with the moth on her mouth. My, the point of my metaphor, yeah. my clever metaphor, mm-hmm. is that we could have infected the future badly. Oh, we could have done it we, bad. Okay, Wait, so we went back. I see and, what you're saying. You got in those pods mm-hmm. to take a nap. And For you two essentially, hours, yeah. in this analogy, in, a, in, a, in uh, the parlance of our times, you got in. It was like your cocoon. You two are like the moths. See? Okay. And because of that, you came out of the, your uh, your pods, your uh, chrysalis, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and you affected everything. Is that why you look time. old? Because you're you're the Wilfred Brimley yes. of our cocoon. Okay. That's why. That's why. I just want to point out again. All of this. Anything that you may hear in the next couple of hours or days or anything okay. like that, that you go, how could this be? Just remember, it was both of your fault because you fell, uh, you went into the cocoon, you two freaky looking moths, and you've ruined oh. everything. I mean, that's a little hard. I, I just have to say that this is the closest that I've ever been to someone comparing me to a butterfly. And I know that the metaphor is about like time travel and consequences and stuff, but I feel beautiful. Oh, you should. I mean, that nap really did wonders. Yeah? Yeah. I'm looking good, huh? I mean, your your skin is less sallow. I think some of your pores suctioned clothes. They might have. I don't know. Kind of smooth. Pores, pores suck clothes? Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What He's do a we, smooth, smooth boy. Do we just activate I, you? As like I, need to take, I need to take your temperature. <laughs> okay. I mean, why? Unless we're back in like, you I know. I don't know. Back in olden times, and I have like you know, are we? Are we is this like Oregon Trail times? My, I am opening it, up my. In 20- a sense, in a sense, things did get kind of to the olden times, uh, in a way. In a way, I'm okay. opening up my classic 2018 flip phone to uh, dial into askjeeves.com and uh, find out exactly what the date is. Because oh, Jeff, what it's. 2021. Wow, that's a... Wait. Oh, that's weird. That's weird how you guys set the time machine for 2021. That's so weird. Why would you pick that year? 
Wait, what was it a time machine or like did it like is it a bed? Like what are what what did we sleep or was it a time do you have a time machine up here? Because that rules. Why would you waste a time machine on us? No offense, but like <laughs> there's so what much you could have done. What do I know you two freaky balls so I look like Buffalo Bill? <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on the time or else it gets the skin. Do you hear skin. that? Yeah. <laughs> I just th- okay. So we're in 2021. Wait, I'm lost. Does this mean we get to meet, meet Ashton Kutcher? Is that where oh, we're at? Boy, this is string theory now that we're talking about, right? Uh, oh, okay. The string theory. So is Ashton Kutcher here or not? So I did invite him up here. Oh, really? So he's in the Chuck E. Cheese? That's definitely open. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally open. Chuck E. Okay. Cheese. Everything is normal. We're a kid. Can't be a kid. Oh my god! I did like I'm not ready for this. No, I'm not. I was expecting when you said we're we're 2021. We are. We're we're spitballing some new slogans. You know, just trying to. (laughs) That's the first uh, one. Opening up new things. So we had where a kid can be a kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Where a kid can come in and not touch anything. Okay, that's that that was another idea we had. How how about what I mean like since it's a mouse shouldn't it be where the mice run free? That's a good one. Oh, there's definitely mice running free. I mean that is that is definitely <laughs> that is definitely. Well, because you said you did you definitely didn't skin the rat. Yeah, it just seems more on brand. No, okay. no, no, not the real rats. I mean we, we have to get food from somewhere, don't we? So we we you know we just skin the giant rat, you know, for warmth. I mean I assume you just get regular food from like your regular supply chains hey. that are still intact. Hey, oh yeah, supply chains, everything's normal, everything has yeah. been there's been no delays, no it's great. Jeff, okay, could cool. you uh, hand me one of those hundreds and hundreds of toilet paper rolls? I, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, right sure. And yeah. I think we're low. So mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, okay. listen, yeah, you go. gonna need you, gonna need you to go easy on those. What? Uh, well, I I may have already sold them all on eBay. What? Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> Jeff, the closet's empty. There's no toilet paper. I was planning on selling them on eBay. There was a bit. You know, the stock market, it can be a volatile mistress. Mm, That's true. Sometimes, you know, they say, sometimes you eat the Charmin, and sometimes the Charmin eats you. And in this... In this circumstance, I was eaten by those butt-wiping bears because oh, they hate ruined those bears. me. I have blown all my money on toilet paper. I, it's everywhere. So well, use I, just, all, I was joking. Use all you want. Oh, okay. Yay. How, how does how does a, a bear like a, a cartoon bear that makes you think about how dirty your butt is? How is that a good marketing campaign? Uh, did you did you do that, or did you is that your idea? Did you do Charmin? Well, I tried. I I got I got bumped off of that campaign. Oh no! Uh, I thought unfairly because in my situation there weren't bears; it was just a bunch of popes. Okay, all right. Uh, that okay, like the joke. You know, like the old saying: "Does the mm. poop poop in the woods?" Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know that one? <laughs> classic. Yeah, classic. Oh well. Okay. Well, if it is really 2021. We probably flying cars. Well, uh, flying cars. I mean, aside from flying cars, we we probably need to do an audio log because I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you gotta do that. 
You are, uh, I gotta be honest, you are way behind. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, behind, what, what is our, are, is this a measurement that you have of yes. us? Okay, I have, cool. I have a, a, a large, uh, what do you call that, vision board <laughs> that I use. I want to talk about your vision board later. I don't know if he's behind, <laughs> but I would say that Jeff is a behind. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad your wit hasn't dulled at all during time travel. Yes, thank sleeping. God for that. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 10, Hercules Against the Moon Men. It feels kind of weird just to be doing a log like normal when we've found out so many astonishing things. But let's just let's go for it. I mean, I feel like Dr. Odd implied that we will still face consequences if we don't. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And so. also, you know, like getting into your routine, mm-hmm. it's important. Well, and as far as I'm concerned, we watched this... this this MST3K episode like two hours ago. Right. So like, yeah. you know, what I, I, I still remember it yeah. like it was like it was yesterday. Yeah. But Hercules against the moon man, huh? Mm. Hurting. This is the this is the premiere. The first time that Deep Hurting makes a uh, an appearance in an MST3K episode. I, I think we have more more deep hurting to look forward to. But that sandstorm, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of glad that they prepared us for it that way because I think that if they hadn't set up the joke for so long, I think it would have actually died when it got to the real sandstorm scene. <laughs> you, they, you, you would have actually died. They would have. They like inoculated us mm-hmm. against the pain a little bit. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, setting yeah. it up so far in advance. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a good point. They did. Warn. It's like a content warning, right? Exactly. It's like a content warning. Sandstorm. It's like you can you can stop watching anytime mm-hmm. you want. There will be a sandstorm there w- in this. But there's going to be a sandstorm. Film. Yes, there will be a there will be a sandstorm in this film. We just want you to know. The cast of the show almost didn't make it through, though. There's a lot of no. cries, a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. So. Which is what I think the Mads are trying to accomplish. Uh, yeah. But um, so getting into it, the no, uh, hang on. oh yes. What if like not to like dig on the mads uh-huh. but like wouldn't it have been more effective if they made them watch the same bad movie for like seasons and seasons yes well <laughs> but maybe maybe like well okay from a, both a scientific and a practical perspective yes absolutely because you know from a scientific perspective you want that control right of the, you know the same experiment but you know mixing it up every time just to see it works but also i don't feel like the Mads are very good scientists. It's true. They're not. Mm-hmm. They do have a lab and stuff, and they invent things. But I mean, like, to me, they're not. I'm not a no. science expert, so. Yeah. Uh, they could be fantastic scientists, but mm-hmm. I, have, I have no idea. But, all right, so this episode starts out with the first skit. Um, Tom and Crow run away. Um, they're running away to the other side One of the One of them ship. has a bindle. A bindle, like a hobo. I think like, that we don't get to say the word bindle enough on this show. <laughs> or just in our real life. Bindle. Bindle. He's got a bindle. Who is the... Uh, they they mention him on as like a reference on episodes of MSD3K, like the, uh, the famous hobo with the bindle. Ashton Kutcher. No, he's got like a... He has like a dog's name. He sounds like he should have a dog's Roof. name. No, it's it's not like what a dog would name itself. Woof. <laughs> yes, it's it's Mr. Rough Rough. Mr. Rough Rough. Mr. Bones. Okay, well anyway, um 
So yeah, so uh, they are going to run away from home. It's very endearing. Once again, the robots are kind of portrayed in a childlike light. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Joel is confident that they will return. Return, yep. Um, and then it cuts to the Mads, and uh, this is where they have their first, uh, they introduce deep herding, and they tease the sandstorm. Um, they do an invention exchange. I, I feel like this is kind of where they're starting to move away from the invention exchange a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't really happen until, you know, season five or six, but, like, it's not as emphasized in this episode, is it's it? It's getting increasingly abstract. Yes. The further they mm-hmm. go. Um, it exemplified by Joel's uh, invention, which is freak out and super freak out. I did have fun freaking out with them, though. Yeah, it, w- it was good. It you was... and I just looked at each other, locked eyes, and then at the same moment started screaming. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did we both know? Yeah. Uh, it was, so weird. Yeah, I mean, that is what we usually do at that time of day. Ah! Ah! Oh, yeah, that's no, fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> see? see? Yeah. Um, but, yes, I, I really like both the, the freak out and super freak out. Like, I like the naming convention as though uh, freak out was originally on the Nintendo Entertainment System and super freak out was a Super Nintendo game. Oh, that's, yeah. That was, that was very cool. Um, they make Frank freak out doing that. Yeah. Um, then the Mads talk about deep hurting, uh, and then they watch the movie. The second skip, um, this is a very, uh, I, I feel like they don't, they don't use like crass humor very often. So when they do, it's, uh, more effective. This is the booby trap skip. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Where they're, they're. Which is just them being delighted at the word booby. Yes. Uh-huh. Which, you know, it, is that even crass at that point? N- uh, no, no. It's more so than some of their other jokes. No, I yeah. Like. I, I get yeah. what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. like seven year old. No, Chris. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, you, you know, it is that kind of, uh, treating the bots as though they're children, children yeah, yeah like mm, booby that, that happened a lot <laughs> yeah i mean it's a great word yeah it it is booby um booby bindle the bindle booby. bindle booby uh i feel like um the wall of of spikes that joel was between because that was the magic the booby trap was the uh see now i can't say it without thinking about it booby the booby trap was uh, uh made up of a bunch of like plastic swords and knives and stuff and i think a lot of them were ninja turtle weapons oh yeah yeah like i definitely saw several pairs of like raphael's size think that they're on like that wall. right next to a park and there's a bunch of crying kids outside the studio oh, that's that's a much darker <laughs> suggestion than what i was going to say was that the cast and crew of mst3k had a bunch of ninja turtle weapons <laughs> that they just owned they also had some like i feel like forward thinking anti-humor with like the joke incoming bit where mm. they kept announcing oh, that yeah joke was coming yep. and then mm-hmm. the joke happened yeah magic voice giving the countdown to the punchline yeah yeah no that was that was it took that like the level of humor of the bot saying booby over and over again was like I, if that's a one then mm-hmm. the the joke coming in for landing magic voice would be a 10 oh they really spanned the uh the gamut the gamut <gasps> of humor booby gamut bindle <laughs> Yes. Booby gamut bindle. You're going to find the Pee-wee's word of the day at some point. Booby. <laughs> gamut bindle. Uh, the third skit, um, Tom and Crow have big muscles. They've got big muscly arms. They I do guess. look pretty tough. Yeah. they. I don't know if they necessarily have big muscles. Um, where they just, They're only appendages that aren't their heads are big. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they got swole. 
Yes. Uh, you mentioned that you thought that Tom Servo looked like raw chicken. Well, one of them looked like they had raw chicken arms, mm-hmm. and then the other one looked like crab legs. Yeah, crow crow kind of looked like crab legs, but yeah. I was definitely getting meat. <laughs> Were you hungry at the time? I think I was actually eating raw chicken and raw crab legs. Oh, okay. So that might have influenced my yeah. thinking. Yeah, I mean, that, that might have. Um, yeah, but it's it was definitely very unsettling to yeah see. it was not pleasant no it was not but i think that was the that's an, the whole you point. know that's an unexplored avenue like you know typically when like robots are really strong they have like more pistons mm-hmm. more metal yeah but like the idea of muscles on robots you know just tape those right on there yeah like just meat just on put robots meat on that robot that's a cyborg at that point right i i don't know hmm interesting yeah okay let's say that yeah um they did come up with tough guy names for themselves crows was duke tungsten Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, which is very good. It is very good. Uh, they did that um, after the the star of the movie, Alan Steele. Alan Steele, Duke Tungsten, and then Crow had or Tom had trouble coming up. He was like, "Do you say the E?" What? Alan Steele. Alan Steele. Alan Steele. I am. I am going to now. Booby Gamma. What would your uh, What would your tough guy name be? Oh, thank you for asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, my tough guy name would be. Maximus. Max, no, but no metal or anything. Uh, Maximus Rock. Okay, Maximus interesting. Rock. What <laughs> I about mean, you? that's a good. Like, rock is not a metal, but that's a good. It's I a mean, mineral. What is a metal if not a rock? Oh boy, riddle me this. That is. What's your tough guy name? Um, let's see. I would go with uh, Lucius. Uranium. Ooh, that sounds explicit. Mm-hmm. It really does. Luscious uranium. Lucius uranium. Luscious ra- uranium. <laughs> Is that right? You're getting. You're getting there. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the fourth skit. They did a musical presentation um, honoring the idea of pants. Mm, I, I liked that. Yes, I. Hmm, you liked that. Okay. Yeah. What did you like about it? I liked the fact that I was watching a grown man and some puppets <laughs> dance around okay. singing about the benefits of pants. Okay, so conceptually you just liked I that. was like I like even I like had an out of body experience of being like, This is what I'm watching and enjoying. So you're watching yourself watching a yeah. grown man and some robot singing a song about pants. Yes. Okay. Interesting. That that does make me like it a little bit more. I feel like in terms of Mystery Science Theater 3000 original song content, that maybe the Pants song is not their strongest number. That's interesting because I feel like I have this. I feel like the poles are reversed in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like where the worse the song is, the more I like it. And the better okay. they do, the more I'm like, I don't really. Mm. So I, I'm thinking back to the Reptilicus rap mm-hmm. from from the, the yeah. I didn't like season. it as much as the pants song. Yeah, see, and yeah, I just I thought illustrated it was great. my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of it. It was it was fine. You know, it was like that song on a soundtrack to a musical that you would like sometimes skip unless you were listening just to the whole thing all the way through. That is a very descriptive moment mm-hmm. let's, let's somebody keep... is i am relating to somebody in the audience right now they're like i feel seen yeah they're like oh that's exactly what i do i skipped that one song jeff knows me um the final skit 
they uh, talk about recasting, recasting a sequel of a movie with different people. Mm. Um, and then, or they talk yeah, about they fire casting. Off a bunch of references that mm-hmm. meant nothing to me. Yes, yeah. There's they reference a bunch of movies and like movies, TV movies that are based on TV shows that I have never seen the show or the movie. I'm tangentially aware of their existence I've through seen pop Mash, culture, but I haven't seen the Mash movie. Yeah, I mean, I. I have seen I have seen as much of uh, several episodes of MASH as like were accidentally playing before I could change the channel because it always came on after whatever show I was watching. Like MASH would come on after like I remember the, the episode of MASH where the crucifix is crying blood. See I don't unless it was unless that happened within the first 30 seconds of the theme song (laughs) (laughs) then I don't think I remember that one cause crucifix is bleeding (laughs) they just changed the song for that one huh Mm -hmm. um yeah so uh that's that's the episode um the skits yes the skit that's that's yeah we so we could talk about the movie um let's talk about Hercules against the moon men you know, it's it's one of the if you took out the sandstorm scene, mm-hmm. it'd be something that if I was like bored at like my great grandparents' house and sure. I didn't have regular cable and it was like the only thing that was on one channel, mm-hmm. I would probably watch it before falling asleep. They have they have one cursed VHS tape. Yeah, you blow the dust off and you put it in. It's just like uh, it's just Hercules against the moon. Yeah, man. like I would watch it in that context. Okay. Which you know some of the movies that they've riffed on, I would not mm-hmm. even in that context. I think Mighty Jack was one you mentioned. Mighty Jack mm-hmm. is one that I would just like, like bury the VHS in the backyard and then like <laughs> do like a consecration ritual around the the, the hell. But then earth. like Baba Duke, it would it would show it up would again. Show up. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be the Mighty. It'd be back in the VCR when you Jack's came in. Back again. And there'd be a little pile of dirt on the couch. Oh, yeah. Let's not go there. Spooky, huh? Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh. Now you you did bring up this this question. Are um, the rock people moon men? Right. Who are the moon? Is men? the old guy who cuts the lady, but just like a fingernail depth mm-hmm. cut, yeah. so that she drips one drop of blood at a time? Is he the moon man? And if he is the moon man, why is there only one moon man? <gasps> yes, because it's it's the moon men. So I think that the rock people have to be the moon men. Well, because the moon. Is, here, 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 bear okay. with me. All right. The moon Tell is me about made moon. out of rocks. Okay. And so the just moon, like your tough guy name. The moon is the moon men, and so pieces of the moon break off. Okay. And hop on over to Earth. Okay. And then all they need is some blood. Well, who's the gold guy then? Okay, so that doesn't fit in. Because I know that the whole plot was that they were trying to... <gasps> the gold guy is okay. an evolved moon man. Uh, okay. Moon men are like the Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they evolve. So they're, so they're, they're like... Well, because like, first you have Geodude, and then you have Gollum, and then you have whatever the moon men are, because mm-hmm. they're like more evolved than Gollum. 
Yeah. I call them Gollum, and it, that would be that would be a Buckwild crossover if like it's like my Geo dude's evolving, and then like <laughs> it just pops. It's like my precious. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like all right, get back in the Pokeball. You're like, oh man. Like I've I've been you're fighting in a a gym battle mm-hmm. and like they've killed off all your great Pokemon and all you have left is Golem and Magikarp and yeah. you're like do you just turn the con- you just turn the Game Boy off no you you're like go Magikarp I choose you and Magikarp comes out and Golem just starts Eating. beating it against the rock Magikarp is <laughs> nice and smooth yeah. so yeah. and smooth oh Magikarp oh yeah no that would be huh. Does, does Golem talk about fish seducing him, or is that a false memory implanted while he's uh, in the sleeping That is a false memory, pond? I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine. I mean, in the same way that, like, maybe human beings allude to being seduced by the smell of food. I know. I'm literally asking, do you yeah. remember that being in the movie? Because I remember that song you just sang being in the okay, movie. Okay. Well, then yeah. the answer is yes. Okay. It's yeah. not a false mm-hmm. memory, then. No, it's not. Um, so, yeah, the... I don't, and you also questioned earlier um, who the sacrifices were for and why. Yeah, like, like there's the light, which was right. never explained, mm-hmm. and then we don't really see what's on the other side of the light. I think it's the cave, right? Is it? But why is it glowing? Because they're moon men. But oh, okay, all right, we're, we're just talking ourselves <laughs> yes. into a circle. Yeah, I'm starting to get irate. There may have been other plot points in the movie that were either poorly explained or being riffed over or possibly cut for time for the episode that just or it could be a movie that doesn't make sense it's a movie where you have to live in the moment Mm -hmm. you can't say wait but what happened before or does this make any sense or will this happen later right It's, it's the type of movie where you just experience colored lights shining in your eyes. I feel like this is the type of movie where like you're like, oh, I just didn't get it and then someone pops up wearing like a a trilby and is like, well, you need to re- read the Hercules against the Moon Men Cimmerillion. Like, well, actually, well, the Moon Men represent Yeah, they're they they represent capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gold man is the is the, the the communist and the this is a, all a metaphor for Plato's cave. That's where the light comes in, and it's like okay, thank you, thank you for being against the moon man. But hey, guess what? Why? Spoiler alert! Why? Hercules wins. Yeah, he saves. Uh, he saves the main characters. He saves at least two people, three people, at least three people. Mm-hmm. His he saves the lady who's the final sacrifice to bring the queen of the moon men or possibly maybe just the gold guy's girlfriend back to life. We, you know, she seemed to be important to them or him. Um, I liked that he had a clever ruse to find out the queen's plan and then immediately revealed once he learned what he wanted to learn by pretending to be seduced by the queen. Oh, see, I'm talking about the gold queen in the casket. You're talking about the human queen. Yeah, I wasn't trying to connect the two. Okay, all right. I was confused. But yes, no, he was, Hercules is very bad at, like... Uh, no, he, like, goes through all this charade mm-hmm. to find out what she's doing, and then he's like, ha-ha, Ha-ha. I have found out what you are doing. And it's like, you could have waited, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, just walked away, and then she wouldn't have been suspicious, and then you could have done everything and been fine. Yeah, yeah, he could have just left the palace but instead he's no. like i'm i tricked you i tricked and then she got him back though by by hitting him with his one weakness a net 
Oh yeah. Oh, rope net. Hercules does not like nets. <laughs> nope, it's his. It's his crypt. There has to be in order to have an all-powerful superhero, they have to have one weakness. Right. Superman is kryptonite and empathy, and Hercules is uh, nets. nets of any yeah. variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hair and net. He, put put a mm-hmm. hair net on that yep. boy. No. He's done. He does. Once his fingers go through the holes and he starts gripping the other side of the net, mm-hmm. it's just sure he can bend steel bars, but he cannot tear apart what. See, the thing rope. with the net is, is he's really fighting against his own strength. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, he closes his fingers around the net and then his fingers touch his hands. And then his infinitely strong fingers are bouncing off his palms. So uh, okay, so it's, yeah, it's, it's like a feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is his weakness not necessarily a net, but a rope? His weakness, Jeffrey was himself oh, all along. Interesting. I only ask that because there's the scene where he's like in the, the it, it's what led to the, the skit about the booby trap. Um, mm-hmm. He's in like that Iron Maiden thing and mm-hmm. all the, the, the slaves are trying to turn the wheel to shut it on him. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it doesn't is because there's a, there's a single rope between this this giant wheel that these people are pushing and this contraption that's supposed to snap shut on Hercules like a like a spiky Iron Maiden mouse trap and the single rope is the thing is that's the point of failure once the rope breaks and it's all over mm-hmm. but again it seems like it's if for a guy who can like regularly lift people over his head lift rock men over his head or bend steel bars rope just is it just can't get him <laughs> no you're right you're right yeah. i mean like i i feel like hercules cannon is is tricky and to, to pin down you know mm-hmm. it's hard to make it's hard to make suitable obstacles that that bring him to a near death point that's true uh, when he's apparently infinitely strong sometimes sometimes yeah um I do want to bring up a moment during the movie where he was supposed to be having an emotional movement moment with a young woman, Agarn, is that her name? Sure. Agarn, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. His love interest in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, who he rides off into the sunset with at the end. Um, he keeps he keeps looking up, and Jeff and I are pretty sure he's reading cue cards. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like 90% sure, because there's like, you know, I get that like sometimes they like, scan their eyes romantically across her face or right. her hair or something so like his eyes would be moving but he's like up and over her head he's scanning his eyes in a very non-romantic way a methodical left to right, right yeah motion. right above her 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 head do you think like she had like a bun with a cue card in it uh yeah, <laughs> like yes yeah it's just it's just perched right on bun. top of her head yeah 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 the actor who played hercules i don't think was cast for his acting ability. No. But he was buff. He was cast for his oily body. He made his horse look tiny. He did. And maybe they got him even a smaller horse. Well, he's still ripped. Yeah, I know. Um, was there anything else you wanted to uh, to touch on with Hercules against the moon? Now, it's not Hercules versus the moon men. It's Hercules against the moon men. You know, he's got a stance. Yeah, yeah, he's against... <laughs> I'm Hercules, and I'm against the moon. It's man. his political stance. Did you know that in 2017, Hercules was against the moon men? <laughs> now he claims to be friends with all the moon men. Yeah, I was gonna say, like later on, he could do like a band, you know, mm-hmm. Hercules and the moon men. Yeah, Hercu- Hercules. And it's, a, it's a musical thing. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, or yeah. He, Hercules and the Moon Man. It's like when Buffy had to team Hercules up with Spike. Hercules and the Moon Man. Like it's uh. They're made of rocks. They have to the team up. The rocks is moon. <laughs> if Hercules goes there with his friends, they're doomed because they'll go back inside the moon. I like that song better than I liked the pants song. Okay, thanks. Yeah, from I'll the take episode. that. Yeah. Um, Let's do our skit called Things I Noticed, or Things We Noticed, and Felt the Desire to Comment on. Mm. Um, These are things that you notice and felt the desire to comment on that I wrote down, because I didn't really have anything. That's kind of you. (laughs) Yes. um, But I I thought they were interesting. I'm dictating. Um, You mentioned that there were uh, at least three separate Princess Bride references. Indeed. Mm -hmm. I thought that maybe it was like a, a, a recent hit. Yes. But we looked it up, and it was not. It was. It had come out five years before this episode, which it was five years before this episode premiered, so it was probably close to four yeah, years still, before. Like, I'm guessing that somebody from or multiple people from the, the crew or the writers had just watched just Princess watched it. Bride. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was clearly on somebody's mind. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a, it was a favorite of you know some of the people doing the writing. The other thing... Um, and I had never noticed this before. This was really interesting because Dr. Odd, he installed all of these much, much larger screens in, uh, in, in our spaceship so we could see things blown up a lot larger than, than we had ever watched these episodes before. I also think he wanted us to feel like small. Yeah, that could be. I, I don't know screen, why he did it. small people, and then you just look at yourself, and you're like, well, I'm not as big as that screen. Yeah, that look at that look at that orange on that screen. The it's sc- a huge orange. That big orange. And it's not as big as a giant peach, so I know I'm not in a Roald Dahl novel. Right, but still, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just look at my tiny little hands. <laughs> my hands are so small. Um, but you pointed out, in the theme song, when they introduced Joel, uh, you know, uh, just another face in a red jumpsuit. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's wearing a a hard hat and he's leaning against like some sort of barrel or desk or something. He's got a clipboard. And it looks like he's writing. He looks like he's writing. But is he writing, Jeffrey? He's not. What's he doing? The Sharpie is upside down with the cap on. Mm, He's holding a Sharpie upside down with a cap on. Which I don't know if that was just like, oh, this no one's ever going to notice this kind of thing, right. or it was, oh, I'm I'm just going to do this and maybe someone will notice, right? And like, yeah. it was it an intentional joke? Was it just they didn't care? Yeah. And I don't know if this is something that other people in the MSD3K community are aware of and have ever noticed, or if this spread is just the word, like, yeah, blow yeah. the horn, of hashtag hashtag upside down sharpie. We're we're blowing the horn of yes. of Gizmonic. Send out the troops. Go forth and find out. Yes, find out whether or not you noticed uh, whether or not you noticed Joel was holding a sharpie upside down and pretending to write with it with the cap on. Can we make it like a conspiracy and like we have like T-shirts and like we have a special handshake? So like Sharpie Gate. Yeah. Okay. You know, kind of like how like the rocket sweater in The Shining on the kid and how people are like, oh, it's proof that Stanley Kubrick did the moon landing, filmed the moon landing. I didn't know that. Like the upside down Sharpie is proof that Joel (laughs) is a Sharpie, (laughs) is a a human Sharpie. He's a human Sharpie. Mm -hmm. Where do you think Sharpie ink comes from? Joel's blood. Really? Yes. You think you think sharp ink is is Joel Hodgson's blood? I'm just saying it's not impossible. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I you know what? 
I agree with you. Thank you. So, um, let's move on. Speaking of the MST3K community, we have a fantastic community, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Um, we usually put out a call for uh, uh, feedback, listener feedback on, on certain episodes. Tell us what you know about the Sharpie Blood conspiracy theories. Yes, yeah. <laughs> write us write us on, on our Facebook group. Tell us what you what you know about those. Um but uh, yeah, we so it looks like uh, almost three years ago, we put out a call for people to uh, um, message us and tell us if they have any thoughts and musings about Hercules against the Moon Men. And so let's read some of those. Okay. I wonder if any of the people who actually left these comments are going to hear this. I don't know. This would be interesting. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, well, I you know, I, I'm just going to... I'm going to read all of the comments that are uh, related to Hercules. There are a lot of, of people from our longtime fans and from our, our – a lot of comments from our longtime fans and new listeners um, saying, you know, where where are you? Where is your episode? What Aww. happened? Uh, if I'm I stumbled sorry. into a magical lamp with a wish-granting genie inside, my first wish would be to end world hunger. My second wish would be for a regular and frequent release schedule for the podcast, Aww. et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's really sweet. We, Who said that? Our friend Jared said that. Jared, mm-hmm. Jared, Jared. Um, <laughs> uh, friend Mello said this must have been a really long movie. It, you know, it was. Why isn't it pronounced Jard? Uh, what, Jared? Yeah. Hmm. Jard. Maybe it is. I don't know. Let you'd us have know to in ask, the comments below. You'd have below. to ask Jard. Um, uh, our friend Steve and Paul uh, both expressed... Uh, desire to see us come back so Aww. hey guys we're here somebody missed us if mm. not our friends and family yep at least our at least some of friends. our podcast friends uh, listen or missed us um so our friend matthew says a uh, very good episode and my second favorite herc episode behind hercules and the captive women which is an upcoming episode herc herc um, it contains the only joke my mom, who didn't understand why I enjoyed the show, ever laughed at. He's a chest of drawers. <laughs> that was a good one. They're making fun of the armor, the armor yeah. that, that the guy's wearing. That was funny. The chocolate bar armor comment also made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite sci-fi series is the Well World Saga by Jack L. Chalker. The Well World is a con- uh, constructed planet co- slash computer holding the last biological experiments of an ancient alien race that created new species and sealed them on planets across the universe. You can end up there under a certain set of circumstances, but you'll be changed into one of the species still residing on the planet. 1,560 in total. Some humanoid, totally alien. My, f- I think... I'm going to say in our last episode, we asked people to tell us about their favorite sci-fi and fantasy series. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I want to check it out if I had access to books. Books, yeah. Or even like a, a Kindle, Dr. Odd. Yeah, if Dr. Odd could send us a Kindle. Kindle. <laughs> it's just Dr. Odd, if you listen to this, which we know you don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> could you it's send It's just us a, Kindle a Kindle that has been like, he managed to smear the screen with so much pizza grease that you can't clean it like no amount of cleaning would clean the pizza grease off would you screen. say it's congealed yes Bindle. it's <laughs> gamut what was the Booby. other one there it is uh my favorite fantasy series is the dragon knight series by gordon r dickinson like the pokemon uh the dra- dragon knight is that a dragon po- knight is a pokemon oh, okay sure wait is it two words or one two 
Oh, no. Dragonite, one word. Okay, Dragon Knight. Okay. Yes. Uh, with a K, actually. <gasps> mm-hmm. After mad science transports his fiance Angela into the magical Middle Ages, James Eckert follows and ends up in the body of an unhappy dragon. So this sounds cool. Later in the series, after returning his own body, he discovers that he has the ability to change into one at will and work magic, so he starts training to be a wizard. In the first book, The Dragon and the George was, for the most part, adapted into a 1983 animated film, The Flight of Dragons. I feel like I saw that. I don't know. And then he he ends with saying, hi, I'm a chocolate bar. Break off bits of me and enjoy me all day. <laughs> Another reference joke to yeah, the, the armor. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Our friend Travis writes in and says, this episode holds what has to be my favorite MST song with the musical tribute to Pants. Yes, another Pants Fine. lover. <laughs> You Fine. You and me, I, Travis. We're going to hit the bars. I concede that people like this song. I'm just going to go I pub like crawling, and everywhere I go, I'm going to sing the pants song. Sing the song. Pant song? Okay. Otherwise, it's a fun movie with a shiny, big, and beefy Herc. Uh, last time I watched was during a rainstorm, which kind of meant I fell asleep in the middle, so the reason why a bunch of rock monsters are moon men escapes me. You no, know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make anything. sense. This episode also is a great source of poopy outtakes. Super freak out. The bots knock over a prop that shows they repurposed a He-Man Spider Toys packaging. Spider. Um, I hate movies where the women wear shorter skirts than the men. And I love movies like those. Are sounds like they're his favorite riffs. Um, book series wise, I could go on for hours about favorites. Big fan of the Witch's Track of Discworld. Same, yes, same. Discworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, big authors I enjoy are Robert Aspirin's Myth Adventures <gasps> books. I've never met anyone else who's read those books. I love the Myth Adventures. I have the Mything Persons and stuff like that, and they've got the they've got the lizard guy, and they like go go through all these different dimensions. And there's the Great Skeev. Ah, I have never heard of the Myth Adventures. I'm so happy. Oh, cool. Um, Spider yes. Robinson's Callahan series. Oh, we don't need to know the rest. Okay. The highlight was already <laughs> Esther Freisner's Magic books. And right now I'm enjoying Drew Hayes' Fred Vampire Accountant books. Th- those are all fine, I'm sure. Uh, but number one for the great majority of my life are the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, yeah. books Douglas slash radio Adam. slash game slash trowel by Douglas Adams. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. I even dressed up each Halloween as a character from the book. Oh, that's, that's fun. Cool. Yeah. Send, send your pictures. My favorite uh, Douglas Adams property is uh, Starship Titanic. I haven't read it. I wouldn't say favorite. It's is it is not a read. It was a uh, mist style point oh, and click adventure game. Oh, that's fun. But the uh, the draw of it, and this was like m- mid to late nineties. Yeah. Um, the draw of it was that it had uh, an AI in it where you could type something and the AI would answer a you. A chat bot. Kind of. It was a very Bad chatbot. Bad chatbot. <laughs> yeah. But it was a very fun game. It, it was very Douglas Adamsy. I love that. Yeah. Our friend Michael writes in, Hercules versus the Moon Men conjures up better images than this movie delivered upon. Something about Herc fighting aliens sounds cool in theory, but didn't really pan out in the end. Also, I am also a Discworld fan. Yeah. yeah. Especially the Moist Von Lipvig books. <laughs> but I also love American Gods and its much better yes. sequel, uh, Anasani Boys. I don't know if two books count as a series, but I'm counting it as one. Sure. Why not? You know, we don't make rules here. No, he makes the rules. What's his yeah. name? Uh, what? What's uh, the person's name? Uh, oh, Michael. Michael makes yeah. the rules. Michael makes the rules. And yeah, you're making the rules. And the rules are... I thought you were talking about Neil Gaiman. No. Or <laughs> Terry Pratchett. No. <laughs> it's like, they can make the rules too, I guess. No. Uh, I'm also a fan of the original League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comics. 
which I credit for getting me back into comics in my adulthood. I haven't either. I've heard good things, though. Edit, as a kid, I absolutely loved Isaac Asimov's children's books, uh, children's book series, Norby, the Mixed Up Robot. Oh, and Hell Mike is okay with me. That must have been something that we said. Mything persons. Mything persons. Our friend Greg writes in and says, I like this Hercules better than the loves of Hercules. I remember seeing the movie on TV years ago when I was a kid. The lead moon man guy freaked me out. Deep hurting. Okay, so he knows who the moon man is. Yeah. Well, the yeah, the gold guy. That's what we were talking That's what about I earlier. Said who it the was moon the, man? Well, yeah. this person clearly knows who we need to we need to find out if they can tell us more about what's actually going on in this movie. Mm, yeah, if anyone knows what the actual plot of this is, uh, that would be able to give us a, a brief summary that I wouldn't have to look up on the Otternet. I would love that. That'd be great. Um, uh, the lead moon man guy freaked me out. Deep hurting was one of the funniest things I saw on MST. My favorite series would be Asimov's Foundation. I've read every oh. book in the series. Nice. I've read the first one. I, that's another one. You you were much more well-read than I. I like that. I have book. read all 30-ish Discworld books. There's this idea that, like, if you are good enough at psychology, you can, like, and history, and, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of other disciplines, you can figure out the future. Oh, interesting. So they, like, try cool. to plan out. Like an the, actuary, kind of. Is that what that is? Well, kind of. It's it's what insurance companies... I, this is what I believe an actuary is. <laughs> insurance companies hire someone who's really good at math and statistics to predict the odds that people will do certain things so they know is how that, much to charge people. Is that because like when somebody says something incorrect, they pop up and they go, actuary. Actuary. Uh, could be. I don't know. Um, also, the deep hurting gag is is a take off the old ads for mentho oh gosh mentho latham deep oh, heating rub okay thank you a for that explanation for muscle and joint pain i'm gonna look up these ads this is good knowledge yeah. mm-hmm. um our friend steve Steve, deep hurting, deep hurting. I'm only 15 minutes into my rewatch, so more later. I do love the opening sketch and the invention exchange. Favorite series, a bit of a hard one here. When I was young, most books were standalone. Dune was an exception. Uh, yeah, I like mm-hmm. Dune. Probably should have stopped at one. And Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there are like, like a Lord bunch of, Rings, of Dune course. books. Uh, I've only read the first Yeah, Dune I've book. only also read the Mwadib. first one. I do love me some Discworld. I've been rereading it to recapture some of the magic that was lost by the time we got to unseen academicals and making money. Or, come to think of it, Monstrous Regiment. I I love Monstrous Regiment. Monstrous Regiment is... Is that a dig? I, well, you know, I think different people come to Discworld for different things. I used to walk around telling people all the time, there's a character who's an, an Igor, mm-hmm. and they go to this tavern, and they're like, they're like, this ale tastes like piss. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they're like, I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> and I used to walk around like when I was in like seventh grade telling people, this ale tastes like piss. And it was like milk. And I'd be like, okay. I didn't say I didn't like it. And they hadn't read it Discworld because I was a child in the Midwest. Yep. And I was utterly alone in every possible yeah, people, conceivable reason. People really understood what you were saying. I right? was somehow yeah. more alone then than I am now in the, <laughs> in the, in the of deeps space. of space. Well, yeah. you got me. Yeah. Well, well you, you always say it tastes like piss. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm just like assume that it's such a good line from yeah. that book. Um, no, I, I I get that like the earlier Terry Pratchett stuff is more fantasy based. They get into more of like the steampunk um, stuff later on, so you know I can see 
someone might not like that flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like all the Discworld flavors. Um, and Steve says, I'm looking forward to the Good Omens flick. Yeah, well, Steve, that was good. It was good. Wow, what a great episode. Deep hurting and pants were such great. Fine. Steve ah, thinks pants is great, too. Pants, pants, <sighs> pants, pants. Um, the movie was is a great choice and very riffable until the sandstorm, and they handled that well, too. The yeah. opening sketch reminds me how I wish season 11 could spend a bit more time with Jonah and the bots. Mm-hmm. So, um... That, that is all of the comments. We had a lot of comments because it has been a long time since we've recorded an episode. We appreciate all of you um, for, for writing and commenting and sharing your favorite book series with us. Um, we, we have a great community. Again, it's facebook.com slash Institute Radio. Um, we, by the time you hear this, we will have, uh, posted a podcast. We are no longer posting on a website. I think we're just going to be using a service feed. So, um, all of the interaction with us is going to be, um, probably through our Facebook page. I think we might have a Twitter account that we never post. Yeah, we should probably have multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, but we'll let you know if those things happen but right now the facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio ironically if you're hearing this unless you are really good at searching podcasts um, because this will be in a different feed than the original um uh you probably heard this by coming to the podcast so uh this is kind of snake eating its own tail but yeah we'll uh (laughs) i just imagine snake sucking in its own tail like it's a A lady in the tramp spaghetti noodle but but thank you all for uh you know for, for those of you who are still listening who are listeners before uh you know we sorry we were gone so long but we're back and uh to all you new listeners welcome we're we weren't gone at all wink <laughs> as far as you're concerned well i hope that because they're going to do another season of Mystery Science Theater, right? They are, Yes, the Kickstarter is going right now. Um, it'll still be going by the time we release this. So, All right, so everybody out there, look up our name of our podcast 5,000 times each. Mm-hmm. This is your homework assignment so that we are trending and then we get to go on the show. That'd yeah. be great. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we'll get rescued from space and then we'll get to be on the news. It's like Even if we're just stuck in space, but mm-hmm. then we could interview them from space or something. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. Yeah. Well, um, any other thoughts before we end the audiologue and rejoin Dr. Odd? Bindle. Yes. That's and my thought. That's oh, that my, is it yeah. just Bindle? Bindle. Oh, fair enough. Well, this has been the audiologue for MST3K Season 4, Episode 10, Hercules Against the Moon Men. Oh, so I guess this this we just have to get used to this now. Like what, what you mean, like the Moon Men? Uh, no, no, no. Like the uh, th- this this being in twenty twenty one. It's oh, not yeah. necessarily normal, but it's like kind of like a new normal. I was like in a crisis like those few years ago, so I feel mm-hmm. like I've cleared the crisis now. So okay, yeah, that's good. It's kind of a good thing for me. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing what a little nap can do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your other pores sealed up, by the way, and you're starting to look kind of red. Oh, do, do I look do I look smooth like smooth Yoda? Yeah, but but you look kind of warm. Did that happen while we were asleep? I, <laughs> Was I that before we went to sleep? It's definitely. I'd say it's probably a good chance. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I don't know. There's many Yodas. There's probably some kind of TikTok Yoda. Uh, I mean, as long as there's not like something ridiculous like a baby Yoda. You guys know about that, right? Like TikTok. 
You guys heard uh, that? Like, the like sound a clock? clock makes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, I know I know it sounds like That's my clock, understanding well, of it anyway. Sometimes a clock also goes ding dong. Clock, like yes. <laughs> like if you it's uh it's a clock, but like if you go up and you twerk in front of it, it gives you money. I don't know. That's how okay. that's my understanding. No, what is twerking? Yeah, and also like do the kids even watch stuff on VHS anymore? Oh my god. Um Okay, let's see if I can answer these one at a time. Twerking. <laughs> oh, no, or actually answer them both at the same time. Yes, of people twerking. Okay. So, so but what is twerking? Uh, I think it's when you, like, when you, you bend over and you try to put your shoes on. Oh, like those bears know, like, in the Charmin hurts. commercial. Yeah, it hurts real bad in your yeah, back. because the bears in the Charmin commercial were using Charmin. Can you show us with your hologram? No, yeah, can you I'm show us? To. Okay. Come yeah, on. okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Whoa, so, he's clapping. Oh, how do you get it to move like it. that? I can make it clap. It's like an applause. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, this is... People probably huh. do that after an opera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Up. Well, that that's one thing I'm sure hasn't changed is live music and opera and things like oh, that. Oh, yes, so much. Every night everyone's going to the the opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are sometimes uh, I mean things are so good uh, people go there and they they uh, they just sit right on top of each other. Oh wow. wow. That's kind of that's Yes. <laughs> that's how good the world is now. Everyone it's called uh, uh, no distancing. You <laughs> no one is allowed to be more than six centimeters from anyone else at any time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's I how good things like are. That. Yeah, I, I, because I I didn't do anything. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that you keep saying that. No one is accusing you, but that that's fine. I will not be accused. You oh. know why? Why? That's a witch hunt. <laughs> and it's Wait. time. It's time for the witch hunt against Doctor Rod to be over. Okay. At I, last. Our, wait, is the, are like the authorities still hunting you for various crimes? Like kidnapping I mean, us, you know, for example? I, mean, I would say yes. So that's not really a witch hunt. Oh, <laughs> can I ask real quick? So we've been gone for like years at this point. I'm sure we have lots of messages waiting from us, for us from all our friends and family who've been looking for us. Any mm. any messages, Dr. Rod? Yeah, the world must be just, you know, at with bated breath seeing no. what we're up to. Oh, no. no. Like, no, like, there you don't feel not. like doing it? No, no, I. There were no messages. Uh, huh. Everyone said things were so good. They just wanted to tell you what, how much they uh, hope you enjoyed your nap. Wow. Oh, that's. I guess that's nice. That's kind of thoughtful, I suppose. Yep. And we definitely shouldn't ask anyone anything at all. No. From especially from Earth. Okay. You know, I kind of don't even want to now. Things are so like, good. Their lives are so much better than ours. Yeah, it's not this fair. no distancing thing sounds great. And also, I would like to suggest we don't tell them where we are. Uh, okay. I think that is a good idea. Uh, well, they know that I'm in space and that you're in the basement of a Chuck E. Cheese, but like specifically, uh, I don't that know is, where don't, you are. Don't say, don't say with it. Okay. Let me guess. Let me guess. North Dakota. Uh, okay, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, uh, New Jersey, New Mexico, United Arab Utah. Emirates. 
Is there a Chuck E. Cheese the United Arab Emirates? Did I say Missouri yet? It is, it is in one of those places. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's that's very cool. Which ones did I say? Uh, well, you said the ones that started with A, and then a couple of the Dakotas, and then I said the United Arab Emirates. So, okay, it's one yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, well, we can't put you on blast, and we're in space, which is very big, and so I think we're safe, although mm, I would be okay if people knew where we were, but that is just... You know, I think that uh, I think it's a bad idea because okay. you know the thing is all the great work that I have done during your little nap there. I mean, you know, they come around the the fans. The they all want to thank me. They say you did such a good job. Oh, uh, this is this is advising weird. advising you know the leaders of the free world. Uh, on I, all the great ideas that they have had over the last years. You were like the years. science guy, right? You were the yes, science guy. I yeah. was the chief of the science guys. That's the official title. <laughs> chief of the science guys, all right. Chief of science guys. The president called me chief of science guys. And I did all he told me. He said to me often, he said, Dr. Roth, do, do, could you get me more McDonald's? That was a thing that was said often. But when he did not say that, he also would say, I'm counting on you to make all my science decisions that will affect the entire country oh, okay. for decades to come. And I took that very seriously for, uh, I mean, I could like a week or something. And then, I don't know, I just got kind of bored and I started, like, you know, playing with my wigs and stuff. And I, I whatever. But hey, like I said, things turned out great. It was great. You know, I, I'm, look, I'm just happy to serve. I know you told us not to look anything up, but I just went, hopped on over to ask Jeeves again, my good friend Jeeves. And uh, it says that you requested and were denied a presidential pardon. So uh, yes. what, 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 what was going on there, huh? You, you know what I've done. <laughs> I mean, I mean before. I mean, yeah. I mean, before. Well, you said you didn't do anything in the I didn't, but well, because... I, you know, I took my responsibilities very seriously. You know, when they make you the, the chief of science guys, you take that seriously, okay? When you go from, a, admittedly, a very important role as regional kitchen manager at a now defunct Chunky Cheese. <laughs> that your mother owns. And I would like to point out, I said Chunky Cheese, and I meant it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's our, new, that's our new name. We are Chunky Cheese, where a kid cannot touch anything. Okay. It, just, it looks like, like 50,000 other people got pardoned, so I'm just curious why you didn't get one. I'm curious, too. And <laughs> it, had, it had nothing to do with me uh, leaving very quietly in the middle of the night uh nothing at all things were great like i said everything is great everything is wonderful it's like that hey Lego Jeff? song i don't want to rip it off but you get it <laughs> yeah everything is excellent yeah. i i was kind of wondering why dr odd just isn't wearing clothing this whole time yeah i you know th- again can i you wasn't have, can you buy clothes <laughs> well you see when you have to escape a place <laughs> through through sewer tunnels. Okay. okay. 
What you will find, very, I will tell you right now, for future reference, and for any, uh, you know, other uh, future, like, chief of science guys might be listening later, if you have to escape through a city's sewer network, it's gonna get, it's, go, it's gonna get tight down there, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you're, the clothes are gonna hold you back, is all I'm it saying. It seems like the, the sewage would make you a little slidey, though. Well, yeah. you would think that, you would think that. <laughs> huh. Well, I'm glad that you're. Uh... But I would, I would point out that as the chief of the science guys, I elected, you know, as sort of the boss or whatever, you know, if I want to wear the Burger King costume to work every day, that's sure. a thing I could do. And I'll be honest with you, the president loved it. He loved it. Oh sure, that's he why he sent it. you to get McDonald's every day, <laughs> dressed as the Burger King. That that is the type of decision that only a true leader can make. I feel. Um, and you know that well is said. those are the the clothing the clothing of an office the Burger King. So I do have one question. Um, I, I do notice that there's some decor uh, down behind you, sort of hidden by some of the wigs, but it looks like a marketing campaign. Um, fall 2019 Halloween themed spicy wings, and then yes. it's got like an asterisk by it, and it says below not what you think and then two asterisks and then it looks like a picture of a bat uh so what what's that what's that promotion was that well look not every idea is a winner that's all i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say jeff not every idea is a winner and i would like to point out for anyone listening on earth Maybe it's getting a little upset right now. Uh, hearing about that campaign being, I don't know, brought up again. Uh, again. We didn't know they were real bats. Number one. Number two. Okay. Number two. <laughs> number two. We clearly have signage up now. says no one is allowed to lick their fingers. I know the sign says finger licking good. Okay. <laughs> Is that is that what another new possible catchphrase? It wasn't just can't because touch anything. it wasn't just because we got sued by KFC. Okay, okay, that wasn't the only reason. Gotcha. It was safety. We take obviously we take safety very seriously. Yes, clearly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, he updated our communications device, and now I've got a cat filter. What? Meow, meow, meow. Oh, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Oh, I don't meow. like this at all. I look like a cat. No, the, yum, 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 no yum. your mouth is too big on this too. Yeah, I do like all of the upgrades that you did to our ship, though. Uh, I like the bigger <gasps> view screens. Yes, um, I like yes. the odd. The better it, to see me. Mm-hmm. What if I it, must I, say? Yeah, there's a diet soda machine with only diet sodas. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still just clam juice. I do apologize that the video is full body length. I did yeah. not plan that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say it's nice that it has that funny filter on it, though, that kind of, you know, makes your underneath bits look kind of smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it shrinks it. Uh, I, no, do I, it's, is there a way to turn on a filter? Uh, yeah, you put, I mean, I assume you made the filters on this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what <laughs> I've been doing. Don't I look like a cat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't I? Uh, no, you don't look like a cat. You look mm-hmm. like a very large man with a very small downstairs. Mm-hmm. You're very nude right now. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I just want to make it clear for anyone listening at home, 
This is all a filter. Everything I, I you know, I I just didn't want to embarrass Jeff. That's I appreciate all, that's that. All I'm gonna put it. I didn't want to embarrass Jeff. And now the the uh, this catchphrase where a kid can't touch anything is making a lot more sense. Hashtag. Uh.